back. Season three. In this season, Michael and I will be looking at how shame and defectiveness can inform our kink. And to do this, we will put ourselves under the microscope, giving you a detailed look into our history, both romantically and with family, so you can see how conditions from life can relate to the sex we have now. This is going to be a season like no other. So come along for the ride. And as always, we'll be showing you snippets of the season to come. We hope you enjoy our podcast. I've gotten into erotic humiliation. Halfway through the session, I just asked him, have you done pop play? I've got a nice box of toys that I have not played with in a long time. I still can't believe that I'm desirable. (laughs) Spritter bar, handcuffs, weird riding crop, wax play, wax strips, you know, wax the hair off guys. There was a belief system I had and still have, maybe not as powerful, that I'm not good enough. How does shame fit into all of this? And then you said, I I think what you're getting is intrusive thoughts. Moving into a dom role meant that I could displace my defectiveness onto the submissive and belittle them in the same way I felt about myself. If I were to go through therapy and unlock this deep shame, then I'd be in a way, quote, cured from those impulses. Just get rid of BDSM and I'll be at peace. How did my relationship with kink get so important. I'm saying BDSM can go fuck itself. (laughs) (laughs) What we're saying is that in the here and now in BDSM, you are surrendering to your defectiveness in these sexual encounters. Whereas for dominance, we deny our defectiveness. Does this mean that the only way I can really connect to someone is if I actually believe that I'm defective? As hard as it is, there's, there's then a way in which you can free yourself from the defectiveness you fundamentally feel about who you are. 